I want to take you through a journey. Then invite you to make your own conclusion. This will change the dynamics of how you see the man. The title of my sermon is called The Lost Priesthood. Somebody say The Lost Priesthood. To give you just a recap of Genesis chapter number one. The Bible says in the beginning God created. The word create in the Hebrew is the word bara. And the word bara, not all the time, a lot of times it means to bring something from nothing. Are you following church? In the beginning, God created Bereshit, Bera, Elohim. In the beginning, God created, brought something, ex nihilo, brought something from nothing. And all you read in Genesis chapter number one is the word God, Elohim. The word Elohim is the plural noun, which speaks of three persons. El in the Hebrew is one, Elah is two. Elohim is three. When the word ends in I am in the Hebrew is plural. A lot of theologians believe the word Elohim means a majestic noun. But what Elohim means three in one. Amen church. As you spend the time to look at the book of Genesis chapter number one. All you find is the word Elohim. When translated is the word Jehovah. Amen church. But once you come into chapter number two something changed. But before we go to chapter number two. Let's look at chapter number one verse number 26. If you have your Bibles, Genesis chapter number 1, I'll read from verse 26 and 27. Show you something you've seen before, but it might change your perspective. Amen. God has created, had created everything that needed creation. Then in verse 26, the Bible says, Then God said, the Elohim said, When the Bible said, God said, This is the Father, this is Elohim, this is, sorry, this is the Jehovah. This is the father speaking. The father spoke. Then God said, let us. Pluralized. He wasn't speaking to angels. He was speaking to the Godhead. Somebody say the Godhead. And the Godhead consists of the father, the son, and the spirit. Amen. God had created everything. Elohim had created everything. And now God said, let us. Make man. Somebody say make man. Mm, that's the way I'm going by the way. Let us make man in our own image. A lot of times you might read this scripture and think God was talking about biology. God was not making a frame. You will see that in a moment. So God said to the Godhead, let us make man. So we want to define what a man is first. Let us make man in our own image after our likeness, the Bible says. And let them, that becomes a problem. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle over the, of the earth. And over every living thing that creepeth on the earth. In verse 27, see what it says. So God created man. Mm. Somebody say create. God had not formed man yet. Pray that they hear your word in the name of the Lord Jesus. So God created, remember I told you the word create, bara, means to bring something from nothing. So this thing that God is bringing from nothing was called man, not male, not a biology, not a gender, but a man. I'm going somewhere. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created him. What? That doesn't make sense. If that was biology, it means God has both male and female parts. 
Are you following church? If God created man in his frame, men and women, it means that the man and the woman, if they are created like God, it means God has a breast and a penis. God has a chest and a bum. Are you following me, church? So when God says, let us create man, God was not speaking of biology. He was speaking of, somebody said purpose. So let us create man. Now this is the part that will blow your mind. If God says, let us make man in our image, and this is the Godhead talking. The Godhead is saying to Father, the Son, and the Spirit, we are having community conversation. And they say, let us make man in our image. Are you following church? In our image. So whatever man would ever become has to be in the image of God. Amen, church. Not the biology of God. It means that man was meant to replicate God the Father, God the Son, and God the Spirit. It means that this thing they are creating has to represent the Father in his fullness, the Son in his fullness, and the Spirit in his fullness. Are you hearing, church? So this thing that they are creating is not a person. Let us make man now go to chapter number 2 verse 7. You will understand the reason why you have confusion is because you think Genesis chapter number 1, then Genesis chapter number 2. Genesis chapter number 1 is a summary. It is not chronological. Because God had to form man before he created man. The concept of creation is to bring something from nothing. The concept of form is the word yatsa, which means to design, to sculpture, to mold. So God first has to mold man before he gave man purpose. Okay. In chapter 2 verse 7, the Bible says, and God formed man, where? Hear me. God formed man of the dust of the ground. If you look at the scripture, it was the created man that has dominion, not the formed man. Okay, okay. The formed man is told not to eat of the tree. The created man was told to have dominion over the fish of the sea. The father, the, now the, 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 the created man is the man of purpose because you cannot have dominion without purpose. Hear me, church. So God formed man of the dust. The man, the frame is of the dust. But the created man is of the spirit. You know, hearing me. The formed man was sculpted from the ground. He was formed but not created. What made the formed man a created man was the breath of God. Okay, I'm coming somewhere. So God formed. The dust is called Adama. God sculpted this man from the ground. And this is the formed man. God designed the hand. Now, this man that is formed in chapter 2 was not the man that the God has spoke about. This man formed in chapter number 2 was the conduit of the Godhead. He was the container of the created man. Are you following church? I want to let you know how we lost the priesthood. Because what do you find? God formed man. The question becomes, did God form or did God create? Because one part tells us he created man. One part tells us he formed man of the dust. The word form is the architectural word to frame, to give a hand. That is the frame. That is the biology. Are you hearing church? So God made man from the ground. 
But the man that he made of the ground was not a created man. He only became a created man when God breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. This breath of life is called Shalem. It is the image of God. Mm. So in chapter number one, what you find is the word Elohim, the Godhead. In chapter two, what you find is the word Elohim Adonai, one of the Godhead. That is Jesus that's coming to the picture. So God the Father, God the Son, and God the Spirit says, let us make something like us. But this thing that we want to make like our semi-church has to be carried by a vessel called a frame. You are not your real you. You are a carrier of you. You're not defined by your limitations. You have purpose in your inside. And one of the things you must realize, when God formed the man of the dust of the ground, God put that created man, the Bible says that when God breathed into the man, he became a living being. The word living being, nefesh, and the word created man are the same thing. Why? The word nefesh is something from nothing. The frame was from the ground. The breath was from nothing. Are you following me, church? God gave dominion not to the frame. God gave dominion to the breath in the frame. The name of the frame is called biology or gender. The name of the created being is God's spirit. And the Lord allowed us to see that in Jeremiah chapter number one. That before I formed you in your mother's womb, I already knew you. It means that there was a breath reserved for conception to take place. And when your papa met your mama, nine months later, God put that created you inside the formed you and said to the formed you, you have divinity created, humanity formed. The purpose of the formed you is to relate to the cosmos. The purpose of the created you is to relate to the divine. Man was designed as extraterrestrial. He was meant to be on the earth, but also in heaven. Are you hearing church? So when God says, let us make man, God was saying, let us make something like us. Mm, are you hearing church? Understand, but it was not the, it was not the frame or the gender that had the Danic covenant or the covenant of dominion. It was the created being. Are you hearing church? It was not the frame. Let me tell you what deliverance. I've said it a lot of times. Do you know the reason why we struggle? See the reason why. Everything that you can ever be is not given to your frame. It's given to your created being. The reason why you struggle because the created being and the formed being are disaligned. The purpose of deliverance is to call the known you to find the formed you. So that both the known you and the formed you become one you. So catch this. And I, I don't want to, let me say it, I want to debunk this view of deliverance. Because the deliverance in the Bible is not exorcism. When demons are cast out in the scripture, it's not deliverance. It's called cast out. You will never find the word deliverance when demons are exercised in scripture. The only time you find deliverance is when you are delivered out of darkness into this marvelous light. Let me tell you what deliverance is. Because a lot of people's demons have been exercised but not delivered. Because deliverance means alignment. It is possible that your demon is dealt with but you're not aligned. 
Are you hearing? So the real truth is that you don't need deliverance, you need alignment. Because your, your problem is not a demon. Your problem is discipline. Are you hearing, church? So God formed this thing called the frame, the, the male, your skin, your I'm a tall 6'5". Do you know that your spirit have no mass? You're not really what you think you are. You're just a carrier of purpose. The real you is called purpose. You're just a carrier of purpose. And that's why it's a shame when you define yourself based on material things. Because you are more than material things. You are more than what we see. You are more than what we feel. You are more than what you hear. You carry divine in your inside. You carry God in your spirit, man. You carry the eternality of God in your inside. You are beyond frame. You are beyond your age. You are actually older than you think you are. Why? Because when God formed you to respond to the earth, God created you to respond to the heavens. So the Bible says, the disciples says, teach us how to pray. And they say to them, after the fall, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Now this was a prayer of the fall. Because before the fall, you don't pray thy kingdom come. Why? Because you carry the kingdom in your inside. You don't have to pray for the kingdom to come because you are designed to carry kingdom from your very creation. So when we pray that kingdom come, it's a fallen prayers Because we never had to pray the prayer before. Because when God created man, God gave man kingdom. Are you hearing church? So that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So the purpose of the created man is to bring heaven's will to the earth. When you say whatever I bind on earth is one, it's not a prayer point. It's not a prayer point. It's a legal identity. Whatever I bind, the word bind is a legal term. It means a contract is, is continuous. It's active. Whatever, I, whatever my frame ask for my spirit bring to pass are you hearing whatever i ask on the earth my spirit does the mission are you hearing church if my frame wants it my spirit brings it if my frame desires it my spirit brings it the purpose of the created spirit is to bring from the divine are you hearing church because your frame is constrained to time but your spirit man is divine so anything you ever want it is impossible for your frame to capture the heavens so the bible says that the flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of god cleronomia therefore means that if my spirit or if my friend needs something i send my spirit on an errand you know who you are it's a shame that we reduce yourself to instagram post Reduce yourself to competition. If you understood that you have a unique DNA. When God created you, God never created you like your father. Are you having church? Let me tell you the truth. You are actually older than your father. <laughs> you are older. Why? When did God form you? When did God create you? Before the foundations of the world. What God did, before your papa met your mama, you existed already. But what God did... God was looking for a time and a day when a seed will fertilize and over. And then God will bring the created you and say, look at your frame. Do you know the reason why the devil is fighting you today? Because you don't understand who you are. I am created before I am formed. Are you here in church? Sickness have no right to take my body because I existed before I existed. Are you here in church? I had a life before I have a life. What did the Lord say to Jeremiah? Before I formed you, I knew you. But not that. 
I ordained you. Ordained past tense. So it is not the frame that is ordained. Oh God help me. I sanctified you. Hagiazo. It is not the frame that is sanctified. It is not Oscar that is sanctified. It is Oscar that is sanctified. It is not the man you see that is sanctified. It is the man that exists in Christ before the foundations of the world that is sanctified. And that's the reason why the devil will do everything to mess your spirit up. Once you understand who you are, you tell that sickness in your body. You're only affecting my frame, but I know who I am. You're affecting my life. But I know who I am. I am a spirit man. I have to be in a physical body. Do you know who you are, church? You are more than a frame. The, the world limits you to gender. You're not just a male. You're not just biology. Biology is how God decides to express your divinity. Do you know, do you know her name is called Adam too? Adam is not a gender. Adam is but the man. The word Adam means living being. The name of the, the woman means Isha. Or Isha. The man means Ish. Both of them are Adam. Why? Adam is the name of the breath of God in the dust. That's why when she ate of the tree, her name no longer becomes, she became woman. She was Eve. Are you hearing church? Because I called her Eve rather. But hold on, church. If God say that I am created because my spirit is from Him, then He put me in a frame. At what point did I lose it? Genesis chapter number three. I'm thinking through a scripture to understand what this means. Genesis chapter number three. I'll just read verse number one. Keep it there. Now the serpent was more crafty, or the word cunning, than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he, and he said to the woman, indeed, as the Lord God said, you should not eat of the tree. They went on and went on. And you know the whole story. They went on. But if you look at verses number six. So when the woman saw the tree was good for food. That it was pleasant to the eyes. And the tree desirable to make one wise. She took of his fruit and ate. And gave to her husband who was with her. Then the eyes of them both were open. And they knew that they were naked. The Bible says and they sewed fig leaves and made clothing. And the Bible says in verse number ten. So we said not in verse number in verse number 8. In verse number 8. Follow me church. The Bible says. And they heard the sound. Of the Lord God. Elohim Adonai. Walking in the ruach of the day. In the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves. Now understand this church, when God created the man or when God put the created being in the form being, God said to the man to have dominion over everything that creepeth on the earth, over the fishes of the sea and the birds of the, earth, of the heavens. But the Bible says that when they heard the voice of God, it meant that God came once in a while in the cool of the garden to have fellowship. May I say to you that Eden is different from the garden, ladies and gentlemen. The Bible says that Eden, the, sorry, the garden was in the east of Eden. Whenever you find the word 
east in the Bible, it speaks of the gates. So Eden was the gate of the Bible. Actually, the Hebraic translation of the word garden means garden, which means enclosure. So what God did, God already made Eden pleasantness, and God made a gate in Eden, and the gate was where God gave man dominion to rule over creation. So Eden was the type, so the, the garden was the type of the kingdom. Are you hearing church? So God put man in the kingdom to have dominion over his creation. And that's the reason why when man sinned against God, in chapter number 3, God did not chase the man from the garden. He chased the man from, 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 from he didn't chase the man from Eden, rather. He chased the man from the garden. Why? Because the garden was the place of dominion. Hear me, church? Hear me, this will blow your mind. The garden and Eden are different and for different purposes. Eden was for the formed man. The garden was for the known man. Eden was for the frame. But the garden was for the spirit man. That's why when man sinned against God, God did not kick Adam out of Eden, but God kicked Adam out of the kingdom. Why? Because what qualified it to be in the garden is done and gone. Hold on one moment. They entered in the garden as a created formed man. But when they ate of the trees, they left the garden as only a formed man. Because the created nature had died in the garden. And God said, you have no right. But that's not what blows my mind. The Bible says that God came in the cool of the evening and they hid themselves among the trees. But let me read in verse number 9. Then the Lord called to what? The Lord called to Adam. I tried to look at commentaries to give me words that like languages in the Greek and the Hebrew. The Bible would have said God called Adam. God did not call Adam. The word called to in Hebraism, it means to, to pick one from amongst many. Hold on. The Bible would have said God called Adam, right? Check all your translations. God called to Adam, not Adam. Two, why two? Why not just God called Adam? Why is God calling to Adam? In a brace, in that word ish, also means ish. It means to call something from amongst a crowd. Therefore, if God called to Adam, God was not calling the man. God was calling something from inside of the man. He wasn't just saying Adam. He was saying purpose, what I put in your inside. He was saying breath come out of the man. God did not go. God is unknowing. That was not a question of God forgetting. God knows the end from the beginning. God God knows that Adam will sin against him. So God was not looking for the man. He knew where the man would be before the man sinned against him. But God was calling something out of that man. So God called unto. Unto that purpose. God called unto the breath. God called himself. Because God put himself as a breath in the man. When God came in the cool of the evening, God was finding his image. But God did not see his image. All God saw was a frame. And God looked around. And God said, where is my image? All I see is a frame. Hiding behind the trees. And God said, frame, where are you? And Adam answered, God called. God called the image. The frame responded. 
say brother so God got on to God did not call the person God called called the purpose are you having church God did not call the frame God called the purpose God called himself God said I put myself in this frame myself where are you myself where are you but when man ate of the tree man killed God in the garden and God left man in the garden when God says Adam where are you he wasn't calling the biology he was calling eternality he was calling the divine he was calling in purples, purples, where are you? The very first time God asked a question in the scriptures in the Bible was the question of purpose. The very first time God asked the question was because something was lost. And I'm asking the same question today, men, where are you? I'm not talking about your frame because you are here. But Adam answered in the garden, but the purpose died. I'm not talking about you here sitting. I'm talking about your purpose. Do you know what you're born to do? Do you know who you are? You think you're just born with spermatozoa? Do you, know who, do, you, do you know who you are? Do you know that God looked at the man and said, God, I search for a man. I come to that word. Do you understand who you are? Do you know that you're more than biology? Do you know when God sees you, God sees his governmental structure. When God sees you, he sees a kingdom pace setter. God sees a trend setter. God sees a Caesar man. God sees himself in him. Are you here in church? Why do you think the devil fights the man? It's not about your frame. It's fighting priesthood. The devil is not just fighting. It's fighting who you're meant to be. Oh. So God said, Adam, where are you? So what he said, I heard your voice. Let me say this to prophetic people because I think a lot of prophetic people, you think because you hear God's voice, you're in purpose. No. <laughs> let, me, let me say it again because one of the things the devil has taught us the devil has given us precision but not devotion a lot of people can hear the voice of God but they are, they've lost God but they can hear the voice of God they can prophesy can speak in tongues when God calls they hear but they've lost purpose ladies and gentlemen and that's why we have a lot of brothers who speak in tongues but got no purpose they can prophesy but got no purpose they lay hands on the sick but got no purpose because your purpose is not your anointing your purpose is your assignment your purpose is not your anointing your purpose is your assignment what were you born to do on the earth that's purpose not how many demons you cast we have so many anointed populist believers very anointed but no purpose if I ask you what are you born to do you're going to stutter what were you born to do many of you don't even know us men what's your because listen this is God's earth you cannot just come to the earth like that. God has to allow you to come for a purpose. What is the reason why you were born? Should I tell you what, what shame is? Want to hear what shame is? Shame is celebrating your birthday without purpose. Every single year you celebrate, you have no purpose. You should sit there and say, what is the purpose of seeing another year? Every single day you celebrate. And like I say, every single time, there's only one birthday and many anniversaries. You keep having anniversaries. You've spent the last 30 years of your life, 35 years, 40 years of your life. You still do not know your purpose. You don't know why you're born on the earth. You don't know the reason why you're still breathing at this time of your life. You wake up and you go to work and you think that's all to life. You are born for more than this. When God puts you on the face of the earth, he puts you to 
to solve a problem. There is something that the world needs you to do. You are born for a solution. You are born to solve the earth's mess. You are born to solve something. It's not singing, bend low, bend low and go home. You are born for a solution. The world is in crisis. We need men. You are born for a purpose. You can't be sleeping left, right, and center. You say you have purpose, man. You can't be casting your sperm like bread, man. You need to sit down and find your purpose and find out who you are. How dare you, some men? You jump from Rebecca to Anna, from Anna to Deborah, from Deborah to Sister Janessa. You keep jumping from men and women. Do you not know who you are? You are born for more than this. You need to zip up yourself and say, I know who I am. Lock it up, church. Zip it up. Zip it up, man. Zip it up. That's a shame in the church. Do you know who you are? You are a king. You're a priest. You're meant to speak and men command. You have pride in your inside church. Stop allowing the devil mess up your DNA. You are born for such a time as this. You're meant to be a pillar. Not meant to be a pauper. Church, wake up. Wake up, church. Purpose, where are you? A saying when is it purpose is not known abuse is inevitable you don't know who you are wake up in the morning go on Instagram browse, gossip sleep, a man a man do you know how feminine it is for men to gossip, it's ugly for men to, how can you be a man gossiping it doesn't suit men it's so flaky, so curly so girly so out of place. You're a man, you're a gossip. You should be ashamed of yourself. As a man, you're like a lion, you roar. When gossip comes, you chop it off, you cut it out. When the serpent comes to your phone, say, listen, I don't do no mess. I don't do no foolishness. Don't talk about a sister. You are a man. When these things come to your phone, you say, listen, bro, stop it now. I don't, do, I don't, I don't play like that. I don't roll like that. Don't gossip. Man. Do you know how the Jews see men? Kings. Man beefing. How can you how can you have an enemy as a man? I'm trying to understand man, not talking to a man. Beefing. Jesus Christ. Make it make sense. So what happened? That's what the Bible says in verses number 17 of chapter 3. I've got 30 minutes to go. Then Adam, to Adam, he caused the man. Let's go beyond that. Let's go beyond that. Uh, my iPad is stuck. I need, I need an iPad. I need a Bible, something. It's come back. But give me the Bible still. Thank you. Bible says in verses number 20 of chapter 3. It's what the Bible says. And Adam called his wife's name Eve. She was formerly called woman. Now she's called Eve because Eve is the name after the fall. Eve is the name of the frame. Woman was the name of the purpose. <laughs> the word woman is the word Isha. Now, he calls her Eve because she's lost purpose. 
Uh, she was the mother of all living. You see that word? She was called Eve because she was the mother of all living. She was called woman because she was called the mother of all living and the supernatural. You may hear me. Now she was reduced to just the cosmos, just this part. She's lost the other part. And the Bible says, uh, and also for Adam and his wife, the Lord God made to of skin. But if you look at the scripture in verse number 22, then the Lord said, Behold, the man has become like one of us to know good and evil. And now lest he put his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore, the Lord God sent him where? Out of where? Not out of Eden, out of the garden. Why? Because what qualifies him for Eden was the spirit. Ooh, church. This will blow your mind. That's not all, church. God took him out of the garden. The Bible says, to till the ground from which he was taken, he drove out the man and placed what? I prayed this before. Let me spend two minutes here. God drove the man from the garden and God brought a replacement. So whatever God brought has to be like the man. God did not bring an angel. God did not bring a seraph. God brought a cherub. Im, cherubim, plural cherubs. And if you look at the scriptures, you understand that cherubs were watchers. Cherubs were meant to watch over God's glory, the cherubims. They revolve around the glory of God, the face of a lion, the face of a man, the face of an eagle, and the face of an ox. If God brought a cherubim to take the place that man was originally designed to oversee, it meant that whatever the cherubims were, what was man was designed to be. Therefore, the man was designed to be the steward of glory. Are you here, church? He was designed to be the steward of God's power. Man was the steward of the gardener. Man was the custodian of revelation. When man was in the garden, it was beyond tomato and pepper. Man was the carrier of God's glory. Man was the nature of God. Yummy. But man was the incarnate of God's cabot. So God said, I will kick man out but bring something that is like man. So Adam was not just a husband. Adam was not just a man. If you look at the scriptures, the Bible says, the Lord put the man in the kingdom, in the garden, to do two things, to dress and to keep. The word dress in the Hebrew is the word avad, which means to serve. And the word to keep is the word shamar, which means to protect. Therefore, Adam's responsibility was to serve and protect. If you look at the scripture, that was the job description of Lucifer. Lucifer was to serve and protect. Why? The Bible says, Oh, Lucifer, the anointed cherub that covered it. Therefore, what Lucifer was in heaven was what Adam was on the earth, church. So when Adam fell to sin, God brought another cherub. Why? Because Adam's responsibility in the garden was to cover and protect the anointed cherub that covered it. Now, the amending soon. Now, they sin against God. And God kicked them out of the garden. God said, the time is up. You're leaving the garden today. Let's see what happens then in the scriptures. Genesis chapter number 18. I'll read from verse number 16. 
Let's see what happens years and years later. Genesis 18, verses number 16. Are you there? I'll read. I'll read fast because of time. Then the men rose from there and looked toward Sodom. And Abraham went with them to send them on the way. And the Lord said, shall I hide from Abraham what I am doing? Since Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation. And all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. For I have known him in order that he may command his children. It was Abraham that commands his children, not Sarah. I'll come in a moment. So that he may command his children and his household. Ladies and gentlemen, who told you that the duty of a woman is the kitchen and the woman takes... No, it was the man who commands his household. The reason why we have a lot of mess going on in the society today because we've given our responsibilities to the woman. It was the man who was designed to take care of his children. Stop passing the keys to their mother. It is your duty, oh father. It is the duty of the men to raise up their children and command them. Church, the world has turned upside down and they tell the woman you are meant for the kitchen. No, ladies and gentlemen, the man is meant to pamper the child, carry the child, feed the child and grow the child. When the Bible said train up a child, he was speaking to Solomon. Train up a child is not the woman's duty. Why do we have so much mess in the church? Because you've passed that responsibility to the woman. It's the man's responsibility to take care of the child. It's the man's role. Men who wake up with effeminated men. Haven't you seen a man look like women these days? Because they have the DNA of their mother. It's their nature. Let me say this one more time to those of you here. How men have become weak. Why? They become sissies. I've come to announce to you today. You've broken the bones of your sons. Because you passed your sons to their mother. Mothers are so caring. They don't know how to discipline like that. I wish you understood that men have become women. Why? Because the man is meant to rule with the rod of iron. Are you here in church? Stop effeminating your men. They want to hear me it's every single time. That's why I'm, I'm on camera. They don't like me. I'm very controversial. That's the reason why most of the men that I know that submitted to women as their spiritual mothers have become. Talk like them. Act like them. What the heck is wrong? You've got bones. You're a man. Stop acting curly. For I have known him in order that he may command his children and his household after him, not after her. That they should keep the way of the Lord to do righteousness and justice. That the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has spoken to him. And the Lord said, because, hear me. Hear me, church. Let me tell you why Sodom and Gomorrah were destroyed. It is from Sodom and Gomorrah, you have the word sodomy. Let me tell you the reason why. Sodom was destroyed. You want to know the reason why? The women cried. Because the men refused to leave the men for the women. I will show you scripture. The reason why God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah was because the men were going for men, the women were looking for their husbands. Look at the scripture. The Bible says in verse number 20, the Bible says, and the Lord said, because the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah
Gomorrah was great because their sin was very grave. And Josephus told us back in the day in the Jewish culture, the, 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 in time of Solomon Gomorrah, that the act of homosexuality was so bad that all the men were taken by the men and the women had to cry out. So the reason why Sodom was destroyed was because the sisters cried, Man, what is wrong with you? Leave the sister's husband alone. You're not going to like what I have to say to you. I'm going to say it. I'm the apostle of this church. I'm going to say it. You better leave this man alone, man. Do you not understand biology and design? Do you not understand that a man is meant for this reason? Shall a man leave and shall cleave to his wife? It's not Adam and Steve. It's Adam and Eve, church. We better stop this foolishness here and ask the Lord God, come help your church. You said the men are scarce in church. The reason why the men are scarce because the men are sissing the men. And the Lord said, because the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is great. The women cried great. In verse 21, I will go down now and see whether they have done altogether according to the outcry against it that has come to me. If not, I will know. In verse 22, then the men turned away from there and went towards Sodom. But Abraham still stood before the Lord. And Abraham came near and said, Would you also destroy the righteous with the wicked? Abraham wants to negotiate the intercessor. Abraham is the man who was an intercessor. He wants to say, God, is there no way that you can spare this nation? The Bible says in verse number 24, the Lord says, suppose there was, Abraham said, suppose there were 50 righteous within the city. Would you also destroy the place and not spare it for the 50 righteous that are in it? 25, far be from it you to do such a thing as this and, and slay the righteous with the wicked so that the righteous should be as the wicked. Far be from you, verse 26. So the Lord said, if I find in Sodom just 50 righteous, An entire city had no 50 men. If I find just 15 within the city, I will spare all the place. God was looking for someone that hasn't messed up their sexuality. If I find just 50, I will spare it. Just 50. God was looking for 50 people in an entire city. I said, that was not all. And 27, then Abraham answered and said, indeed now, I who am not but dust and ashes have taken it upon myself to speak to the Lord. Suppose there were less, five less than the 50. Would you also destroy? He said, if I find 45, I will not destroy it. There was no 45. <laughs> Men, where are you? Men, where are you? Then he spoke and said yet again, suppose there should be 40. If I, Bible says, so he said, I will not destroy it if there are 40. No 40 righteous men. No 40 straight men. Then he said, let not the Lord be angry. And I will speak. Suppose there were 30. He said, I will not if I find 30. God could not, could not find 30 people. And he said, indeed now I have taken it upon myself to speak to the Lord. Suppose there were 20. He said, 
I will not destroy if I find 20. Men, where are you? In an entire nation, God was looking for 20 men. God could not find 20. God was bringing doom to a nation because no 20 men were straight. Then he said, let not the Lord be angry. And I speak but if about, about 10. And he said, I will not destroy if I find 10. God could not find 10 people in an entire city. All the men have been sissied. God could not find 10 men righteous. All the men had compromised. God was saying, if I can find 10, I will spare the nation. If I can find 10 men. The Bible says, and he said, I will not destroy it. So the Lord went his way. Now Abraham ended in 10. You want to know the truth? If Abraham had gone further and asked for one, God would have said, if I find one, I will not spare. Ladies and gentlemen, God was looking for that one priest all through the nations of the world. God was saying, if I can find one, not ten, one man to stand. Let's see the heart of the Lord. Let's look at the scriptures. The book of Ezekiel chapter 22, verse 17. Ezekiel 22. God was still looking for that one. Ezekiel 22. Read, church. The word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, the house of Israel has become dross to me. They are all in bronze and iron. Are we there? Mm. Should I do this now? Let's read from verse 23. Better. 23 says, and the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, say to all, you are a land that is not cleansed or rained on it in the day of indignation. The conspiracy of our prophets in our midst is like a roaring lion tearing the prey. They have devoured the people. They have taken treasure and precious things. They have made many widows in their midst. These are the prophets of the land. The prophets of the land have devoured the prey. Does that not look like what you have today? We have many prophets that is devouring the prey even in the church today. These are men that you give your money to to prophesy and they mess you up. The Bible says that these same prophets, they have made many widows in their midst. What did the prophets do? The prophets have killed the husbands of the women, ladies and gentlemen. We live in a day and age. Even those in the church that call themselves prophetic people have become instruments of hell. They lie on the pulpit to extort the church of our money. But God says that's a judgment coming upon even this ones in the house. The Bible says the first one was a prophet. In verse number 26, it's a priest. A priest have violated my law. And profane my holy things. Oh, they have not distinguished between holy and unholy. Or have they made known the difference between clean and unclean? And they have eaten in their eyes from my Sabbath. So I am profaned among them. The prophets had problem. The priests had problem. There were three offices back in the Bible days. There's an office of the prophet, the office of a priest, and the, king, the, the kingly office. So the prophets have messed up. The priests have messed up. Let's see the royal line. Bible says our princes in our midst are like wolves, tearing the prey. 
to shed blood and destroy people to get dishonest gain. Our prophets plastered them with untempered mortar, saying false visions and divining lies for them, saying that thus says God, when the Lord has not spoken. Verse number 29. The people of the land have used oppressions, committed robbery, and mistreated the poor and needy, and they have wrongfully oppressed strangers. Look at verse number 30. This broke my heart. So Jesus, the Lord said, So I sought for a man. The prophets have made prey of the people. The priests are not clean from uncleaner. The kings have abused the people. I sought. The word sought in the Greek, in the Hebrew, the word begged. God begged for a man. I sought, searched for a man among them. Just like Abraham said, it's about 10 men would you destroy. And God said, the land is full of futility. The land is full of barrenness and wickedness. The blood of the saints drip from the blade of the saint in the camp of the saint. There was so much evil in the land. The things are messed up. The church is no longer the church. So much gossip, so much envy, so much backbite in the church. Nothing seems to move anymore. The church has become a slaughterhouse. You come to church, you are messed up. Why? Because a sister who is meant to love on you will backstab you. The man of God who is meant to preach to you will backstab you. The church has lost it altogether. And God said, I search for a man. Who is the man today? How can God search for a man? I search for a man among them who would build up the wall and stand in the gap just like Adam. Hear me church. Who would build up the wall. And stand. Do you not understand that the nation of Israel was going through. A messed up time in their history. And all God said I am looking for a man. Who will build up a wall. God is looking for the men who will stand by the wall. I will call these men. They are not just watchers. They are the gatekeepers. Hear me church. Because the gatekeepers stay by the wall. Do you know the reason why the devil has come into the church. Because the men that are meant to stand by the wall. Are sleeping and snoring on duty. Ever ask yourself a question. Where was the man when the serpent was speaking to the wife. The man was meant to be the wall. The Bible says and the serpent came into the garden. Where was Adam when the Eve was speaking to a python? Where was the man when the devil was speaking to the woman? Because the purpose of the man was to build wall. The man is a watcher. Are you here in church? The man is a gatekeeper. Why do we have so many pythons in the church? Because the men have left their post. The men are meant to stand in the gap. I would say that search for a man to build a wall and stand in the gap. That word stand in the gap is the same word as parkour in the Hebrew, which means the one who stands as a deliverer. The Bible says, God said, I'm looking for one man who will just be an intercessor. Do you know what it means if men were intercessors in this church? Do you know the beauty of heaven? If men came together and prayed, why is the devil fighting the church? Because if men can pray, the nation will stand. Do you understand why the devil is fighting you? It's not just fighting your frame. It's fighting your priesthood. If brothers came together, hold your hands and pray. You're going to shake hell up. Are you having church? If the brothers came together, head our hands and pray, we will deal with hell. But if I can divide them, I'll conquer them. So the man that is meant to be at church to hold hands and pray, now they are thinking of my bills, my family. But the devil knows that once he can distract you with these things, then he builds his empire. But God said, I am 
begging for a man who would build walls. Listen today, I don't know about you, you may not be part of this church, but I believe that the Lord is raising bricklayers. Are you here in church? God is raising men who will build walls in their family, build walls in their communities, build walls in their relationship. God is tired of men breaking walls down. You keep breaking all the guests' hearts, but God is looking for even bodybuilders in this place. Aren't you tired of jumping like Zacchaeus from woman to woman? God is looking for men that know how to build walls. Do you know what it means to build walls? It means those on my side are protected. You cannot come now my dwelling and build walls against you foul spirits. When the devil comes to your home, you build a wall. It comes to your church. You build a wall. It comes to your finances. You build a wall. It comes to your children. You build a wall. God is looking for wall builders, not absent daddies. Are you here in church? Men that will build walls. We are tired of the devil kicking down the walls because the men that are meant to be the steward of revelation. You have left your post. God is looking for bricklayers. Come on, man up and build your walls. Man up and stand on your post. Stop snoring on duty. Build your walls, man. Build your walls, man. You allow the enemy come take over. Build the walls, man. You are fighting about racism. Build the walls, man. Build that wall the devil has come to. Want to mess up the church? Build your walls, man. Do you know how strong a church is? A strong church of fortified men. Build the walls, man. Church, build the walls. Man. Kingdom and talk kingdom. Kingdom and talk keys and deeds. Kingdom and talk ownership, not boobs and bots. Kingdom and talk, talk, talk legacy. Wise men live in inheritance not for, for two generations. A wise man living in inheritance for two generations, you are pursuing porn. All over the place. Figure. You've got no eight figure, no four figure, no two figure, you're pursuing figure. Kingdom and talk about legacy. Building empires for generations yet unborn. Pursuing a woman you don't have thinking you are can't shame. Pursuing a woman, jumping from girls to girls, you you pride yourself with how many how many body count, man. Respect your zip, zip it up, and tell yourself I'm bigger than you. Are you here in church? Stop allowing your emotions to take their, take over you. Kingdom man, watch porn. How? Kingdom man is still about contract and business. You're watching porn. Kingdom man masturbating. Do you know who you are? You carry divine in your inside. Kingdom man. You're thinking of how to lay with the next chick. Kingdom man. Let me tell you what kingdom man does. They are builders. God is looking for a man to build the walls. Builders, not breakers. Kingdom man, you protect the heart of your sisters. What you have in church in the sisters, these are men row. Be careful when they come like this, not trying to lay with them. Builders. God is looking for both a builder and the one to stand in the gap, a mediator. I'm searching for a man to build and stand in the gap before me. For what? For the land. We love women. Praise Jesus for their lives. 
Do you know the power that comes from your roar? When you hold hands together as men, I'm built. Are you here in church? Built. I am tired of men acting like their children. What have you built as a man? Who do you stand in the cup for to represent? Men, brothers here, shouldn't you be the one to call your family to prayers? Men, brothers, shouldn't you be the priest? Do you know what the priest means? The word priest, the word caporeth. The word caporeth means kapor, to cover. You should be the strong one. You should be the one to tell your family it's going to be okay. Men, not run out of the house when you cannot handle the pressure. If you can't take care of the child, don't live with the mama. Men, change the game. Let me tell you, men, the game. But a man who hops from getting, you've got no game. Zero game. Let me tell you what a man of class with. A man with class is a man who builds. I'm a builder. I'm building a future. I'm a builder. I refuse to condescend to the prime of the time. I'm a builder. I stand and I watch. No, bro, let's anger and let's go. To... No. What about making money, leaving legacies, building a future? A king. Have you seen King talk about girls on the street? Okay, she's got a big bomb. Kings don't do that. Poppers do that. Kings talk about land, estates, empires. Take over mindset. Go register that business and begin to pray into it. Kings, speak into your business. You're a king. I search for a man for the land so I would not destroy but I did what I found known God could not find a man he could not find it God could not find a man God could not find a builder God could not find a builder God could not find a man who would cover his home and cover his family God said not a woman the word is the word ish I-S-H God could not find a man who has everything that the man can ever be. God put it in the spirit. The Bible says, search for a man among them who would build up the wall and stand in the gap. Every man lift up that right hand and say, I'm a builder. Say that, I'm a builder. Confess it, I'm a builder. That's who you are. Say, I'm a builder. Say, I'm a builder. Men, say, I'm a builder. That's who you are. We refuse for women to tell us that we're not their spec. Because we don't look the part. Women are looking for builders. Fine face, ugly pocket. It doesn't work. Builders. Can you build the woman? Can you build, can you build a family? Can you build your kids? Is it the one that you 
got up pregnant and you ran away? Build the child that when he grows up, he sees his father. Can your baby mama say to the child, I want you to marry a man like a father? And let's do that. Build us. Men don't know wrong that stay in the middle. Mediators. Are you here in church? So that it's not baritone that we need in this day. It's not big chest we need. It's big mind. Are you hearing me, church? Be, be, be challenged. Jesus grew in wisdom, in stature, and in the knowledge of God, the favor with God and men. You will let this place men and feel different. You know what the man did in the scripture? The question is this, how did Adam become so weak that a snake was having a conversation with his wife and he was there? And the Bible says she ate and gave to him there. The man has become so weak, being seized by the wife because he's got no balls. Serpent was speaking to your wife, you're looking. Man, Adam was the one who was meant to hop all the garden, the gate. A cunning creature came in and the man was there seeing. Men, you've allowed women kicked you out of your place because you don't know your place. Stand your ground and tell them, I am a man. I'm a priest. I'm designed to build and to stand in the midst. Leave this place with your shoulder high. I don't care what the devil told you. Told you that you're a failure. Who told you you're a failure? You're a man. You cover. You don't fail. He told you you failed because he first failed. He was the anointed cherub who covered. Now you are covering. He wants to kick you out. Man, go home tonight and ask yourself one question. What was I born for? If you can answer that question, you will wake up in the morning with your knees on the ground. ground. Say, Lord God, I'm ready. Go search for a man. Keep playing, please. One more scripture and I'm ending. I'm ending two minutes. The next scripture. Jeremiah chapter 5, verse number 1 only. Jeremiah 5. Roam to and fro through the streets of Jerusalem. And look now and take note, church. And seek in an open square. The word open square in the Greek, in Hebrew, the word plaza. Read again. Rome. This is God speaking. Rome to and fro through the streets of Jerusalem. Take a look and take note. And seek in the open space or open market. If you can find a man. God was saying, roam to and fro. Go to the marketplace. Go to the streets. Go to the courtyard. If you can find a man. If there is one who does justice. Men, I want to challenge you this day by the mercies of the Lord. That when you leave this place today, you ask yourself that question. What was I born for? 
every single day that you breathe is a reminder that you have a purpose. You're not wasting carbon dioxide or oxygen. Every time you inhale and exhale, it's a reminder born for purpose. Every single day. Every single day. What is man that thou art mindful of him? God care for the man. And, I, and this can be for everybody, but it's for the man. And there was this vision I keep seeing of man. Imagine men hold hands and just go in palms. Men pray and men roar. Who is that Casey Bell that can come through the doors? Do you know what it means for the men to be by the watch and by the post and watch? Who is that Delilah that can come in? Finally, men, I see you and I know you. You love God, but you have found comfort on the thighs of Delilah. It's hard, I know. I'd rather have the comfort of Delilah's thighs than the rock of, Jacob, of Jacob's head. It's hard. Nobody wants to write their head on a rock. I don't want to do that either. But in the season that you are men, the only place you can have revelation of God to and fro is when you lay your head on Christ, the rock. There was a man by the name of Jacob who rested his head on a rock and his eyes was open. And there was a man called Samson who rested his head on a lap and his eyes was plucked out. The depth of your revelation is based on where your head is laid. Church, hear me. Men, hear me. The word Delilah means softly spoken. Men, you're not born for soft life. Men are born to build. I beg you today, men born to build. Many of us didn't grow up with our fathers. Many of us, our father passed when before we knew life. We had to hustle. We had to hustle. I refuse to be. Do you know it's a taboo to be to, to, for your father to be richer than you? Do you know it's a taboo that your father is richer than you? Your father died a millionaire. You are broke. How? I had all my friends, huh? and I said to myself, I don't want to be in this circle anymore. I refuse to be like every ordinary man. I walk hard. My wife is here, ask her, I walk. Even as a pa, I walk hard. I walk hard so I don't take a time from church. 4 a.m. up, 5 a.m. up, 6 a.m. up, 7 a.m. up, 8 a.m. up. I don't know pay from time work hard writing proposal signing contract work hard because you can do it work hard two PhDs work hard another one again a hundred thousand words again work hard my professor told me you have to do it work hard I told Dr. Simo, I'm tired. Dr. Simo, work hard. Men, work hard. You want to know the reason why? Because when your wife look at your eyes and say, I'm broke, you put your hands in your pocket and give smiling. Work hard, man. Because 
the woman will always honor your hustle. Work hard. Build. Build. I refuse to stay here. Build. I refuse to be broke. Build. That's what the Bible says. I'm looking for a man who would build. Build your home. Build your finances. Stop asking sisters to assist you with money. Church, man. Stop borrowing money from the girls. I'm begging you. Thank you. You can't ask a girl how that gave you money. Stop it. Build. Build. You live here today. If nothing works for you, build. God says, I'm looking for one man. Abraham asked him to ten. If I find one man, I will spare the city. Maybe the reason why God has shown grace to your home because he wants you to be that one man. You know, boys don't marry. Men do. Nowhere in scripture you ever find a boy married. For this reason shall a man but a boy. You need to come of that boy status. Act like a boy, doing fine boy, jumping for jumping. How how can how can you be jumping from DM to DM? Do you not know who you are? The guests are talking. How can you be jumping into the girls DM that know themselves? They're talking. Why are you doing that to yourself? Look at him now. He's coming. See him, see him again. See him here. Why are you doing this to yourself? Respect yourself. Men are not men anymore. If you, you see a, a, a guest, Instagram picture that is fine, you are sending fire. What's going on with you? Someone is good looking, you're a man. Hello, hello, what's hello? What's hello? Be, be a man. Talk well, smell well, walk well, dress well, live well. Be a man. Are you hearing? If there is anything, I'm calling out the priest in the man. I don't know about your glory, but I see the color of heaven on you right now. I don't know what it is you're trusting God for, but I see like a rainbow on you. And the Lord is saying, color is coming to you indeed. And I prophesy indeed in the name of Jesus uh, that the grace of a priest will rest upon your loins. Uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, you are a man of God. Uh, and we prophesy uh, everything in your inside uh, to find expression in the name of Jesus. Let the men rise. It's the time to rise. Man, it's the time to rise. Stop bleating. They've got your raw. 
It got your raw. Come to the house of God as men and serve. Stop letting the women do the things that men are. Who talk men, men? The men sit down and the woman carrying speakers and that heavy keyboard. And the men are, men, do you not know who you are? God is searching for one. God is searching for one man who will say, Lord, I stand for my family. I stand for my nation. I stand for my generation. It's looking for one man who will say, God, I'm ready. Use me.
blessed. You are blessed in the field. You are blessed in the city. You are blessed in your coming out. You are blessed in your coming in. You are a kingmaker. You are a blessed man. Bless them, church. 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 You are blessed in the field. You are blessed in the city. You are blessed in the marketplace. You are blessed. Pray, pray, pray. Bless them. Bless them. Bless them today. Bless them. The work of your hands is blessed. Bless them in the name of Jesus. Open up your mouth and bless them. We bless them today. We call them blessed. 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 Bless them. Bless them. Bless them. Bless them. Yes. Bless them. Bless them, bless them, bless them, bless them, bless them, bless them, we 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 bless their household, we bless their mind, we bless their kids, we bless them, we bless them. Bless them, bless them, bless them. 
We bless them. We bless them. We bless them. We bless them. Kings and priests. Kings and priests. Kings and priests. Hey. Kings. Call them kings. Call them kings. an egg and new life was birthed out and the Lord said it's breaking you I don't know the mode but the Lord is breaking you beyond the lead Paul, who is Paul? the stepfather out of the lead John Stephan it's a new day for you but I hear the name Ramsey and your stepfather is the last name the, the tip of the egg broke and the cheek came alive the Lord is calling you as a man to stand. Stand, he says, stand. There were leads that held you, that cocooned you, covered you. As that egg broke and the chick came out of the egg, the Lord says, new life has begun. But as a man, as a man, John, as a man, as a man, John, as a man, as a king and as a priest, as a man, that you will go beyond your stepfather and do greater than your father. As a man, as a man, the Lord says, indeed, I will show you great kindness as a man, as a man, John. And I end in this prayer, all the men hear me. And priests cover and protect. Leave this place with your head high, shoulders high, and walk as a king, not a beggar. Say, I am born for greatness. Oh, say, I am born for greatness. I will not be held back by any agency of hell. Men, scream. One of the men say, I am great. I am born for this season. I shall not fail. I will not fall. In the name of Jesus, I am born for such a time as this. 
I am born for such a time as this. I shall cover. I shall build. I am a builder. I am a builder. I am a builder. Give the issue, give the Lord a shout.